Hello, welcome to What Steph and Tay Have to Say. This is episode three. We're going to kind of continue from part one last week, so this will be part two about mindset. Uh, one question we got was, how do we both cope when struggling, struggling mentally? So we figured we'd talk about how it relates to training, nutrition, and then just lifestyle and life in general. Um, so you want to start with training? I feel like that's yeah. the easiest. Yeah, I feel like we kind of touched on that last time yeah. with like mindset, but maybe not necessarily like struggling so yeah let's do that first so for me actually this is kind of convenient (laughs) tuesday (laughs) i have to push press 150 for three by three i don't think i've ever push press 150 for one (laughs) i'm not kidding i literally i have not i've never done a one rep max in this cycle Mm -hmm. for a push press i think the last time i did it might have been like april may so (laughs) i I don't want to say I had a temper tantrum because I'm not a temper tantrum. I had to walk myself out of the gym a couple times to, like, remove myself from the mm-hmm. space. And I never got a set of three. I did two reps, then one, then two, then two, then one. And I think I, there was only eight out of the nine reps I was supposed to get. And I, I was, close enough. It was close enough. I was like, I need I need to move on. Like, the gym is going to close. Um, and I think that was probably the worst because I went home and Michelle was like, you need to get over it basically <laughs> she was like we all have bad days and like i had a really good day on monday so i kind of should have seen a bad day coming mm. because yin and yang yep. <laughs> um but for me like walking out of the gym really helped like in the moment um i'm honestly past it now like i really don't care anymore like next week i know is another chance to get after it whatever mm. um but it kind of looking at it as okay this is one day out of the week like I Mm. could still let my shitty push press affect me today when I go into training but I'm not I know I'm not going to just because it's a completely different workout and there's things that I'm actually excited to do um but the biggest thing for me is like calming down and like removing myself from the situation and not reacting Mm. um I very well could have thrown my phone my stupid tripod or holder shoe or, my shoe, or my shoe <laughs> um but I walked out of the gym and just like took a breath of fresh air which I guess is dramatic for some people but mm-hmm. given what I could have done <laughs> that was the least dramatic thing um and I guess it's better than swearing a lot because I already do that enough at the gym <laughs> <laughs> um but for me I think it really is just like removing myself and taking a step back and mm-hmm. then I went, I did go into every set with the thought that I was going to get the reps and just kind of let it play out. I didn't let the last set affect the next one, which is huge for me because I used to be like, okay, well, I already bombed the first set. Like the second set's going to be awful. Um, So I think I've grown in that aspect and a lot of it is just that like, okay, you're going to have a bad training day or you're going to have a bad set or you're going to have a bad rep, but it doesn't mean like every single day is going to be shitty or every single set's going to be shitty Mm. or every rep is going to look awful. So that has helped me a ton, and it obviously didn't happen overnight. Granted, a year ago, I probably would have actually cried um, that I didn't get the <laughs> reps. Um, but it, it was annoying on top of, like, other things that happened on Tuesday. I was just not in a good mood. So to have my workout go shitty when I was really excited for it yeah, was a bit, it was even more, like, demeaning. Like, if my day was great, good, whatever, I probably wouldn't, wouldn't have cared as much. But the fact that I had a shitty day on top of that – 
one exercise being shitty was awful. And it sucks because, like, I just snatch balance 160 for four by three, and it was awesome, and it was great. And I was like, why am I so stuck on the freaking shitty thing yeah. versus what I did really well? Because you want to get better. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, I know. I'm a psycho. But, yeah. <laughs> Perfectionist. That's good, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I would probably say the same thing, talking about, like, a bad set or a bad rep or something like that, so I'm not going to repeat that, but I feel like lately I've had more of, like, bad cycles and, like, bad months, so I can kind of elaborate on how I cope with that. Um, I've been injured for a long time at this point. I've, my shoulder has been, like, since March, honestly, that we've been dealing with it, and then my glute slash hip thing started the last weekend in August, and it's now almost last weekend in October, and it's still not any better, so that's great. Um, and it's honestly, this has probably been like the hardest season I've ever had, like working out wise. And like my nutrition coach keeps calling it like the season of my life that I'm in. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's the thing, but so I'm in the hardest season of my life right now. Um, which sounds stupid because like, oh, it's so hard because you can't work out, but like it sucks. Um, but the past month ish, we've been like easing back into things and it's been more normal. Um, I'm able to use my shoulder a little bit. We started to add in like light squats and like some deadlifts, but I, yesterday, was working out, and I was like, my butt, my butt literally can't handle this. Like, I was doing lunges at 75 pounds, and in June, I was doing them at 125 pounds, and the 75 was like, it literally felt like 400 pounds, and I had to put it down after two reps instead of doing my set of 12. Oh and I was, like, worked up, but I, was, I, like, had to, like, you know, take a breath, like Taylor said, and calm myself down, but I had to remind myself that, like, this isn't the end like I'm not always gonna be stuck at 75 I'm not always gonna be injured and right now the best thing I can do for myself is stay calm and like let my body heal and just listen to my body which I'm usually not really good at I used to just kind of like push through any type of injury I had and be like it's fine I like had a concussion in the in the quarantine gym I was like no I'm fine I can still do like how did you get the concussion stuff uh (laughs) I hit my head on the dryer door when I was doing laundry (laughs) Second concussion, the first one was dropping a dumbbell on my head, like, months ago, so, yeah. But, um, I, I feel like, you know, everything happens for a reason, and this, in, these injuries have given me a better understanding of, like, when to push and when to dial back, and to recognize, like, signs of overtraining, which I definitely had, so that's kind of how I'm coping with that type of training struggles, is just trying to, like, stay present and realize that, like, this is going to make me stronger, even if I don't see it now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's how I felt when I had my knee surgery. Yeah. And, like, you're still doing things. Obviously, it's, some of it's not what you want to do. And after my knee surgery, I could have been like, mm, screw it. I can't do legs. I'm not going to the gym because I was obsessed with legs. Um, but I could do seated upper body. So, mm-hmm. instead of, like, wallowing in self-pity, like, I yeah. got my ass to the gym, like, four days oh, a yeah. week and started training upper body more. And, honestly, that probably helped me to where I'm at now because mm-hmm. I hated doing upper body before my knee surgery mm-hmm. so I guess that's like a really big silver lining yeah in that, that I never would have realized um I think it's especially with injuries too like it sucks because you're always gonna be like oh well I used to be able to do this mm-hmm. and this and I think that's just worse to almost live in the past oh 100 you weren't the same person you were six months ago no. or like a year ago or five years ago so I could be like oh well well I used to be able to do this before my knee surgery and now I can't, but I always revert it back to, okay, well, what can I work towards now and, like, make a new goal? 
and set something new. Like, mm-hmm. if it's hypothetically, this is very hypothetical because Eric will kill me if you hear me say this. If I went back to powerlifting, like, and I couldn't sumo deadlift 325 pounds, like, that would be exciting to set that goal again mm-hmm. and, like, try to hit it because it's something that I haven't trained yeah. in a while. Yeah. So I think having that aspect or that mindset and switching the negative into something positive, even if it's, like, a repeated goal, which I guess is okay. Like, I probably would never have a goal of hitting 200 pounds for a clean again unless I was out with an injury. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, the best way to look at it is to set those goals again and look at it in the lens of, okay, well, this is what my where my body's at now and what I have to do to get there. Yeah, and I actually had, like, this little mini meltdown to George the other day, and he was like, okay, but you can't – I said something about how, like, if I wasn't injured, I would – and he was like, stop. Because you are injured. Yeah. Like, sitting yeah. there saying, like, if you weren't, like, what does that do for anybody? And I was like, oh, oh you're right. Like, you here. Yeah, right? He gives tough love when you it. Um, and at first I was like, fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, okay, whatever. But he's right. And I took my little pity party and I was like, you're right. Like, I can't, I definitely, I don't think I realized it. But, like, in the back of my mind, I was always like, I wish I hadn't hurt myself. Like, what? this would be so much easier if. Because... For those of you that don't know, like, it's my shoulder and my butt. So, like, for a whole month, like, I literally couldn't do anything. Yeah. And so then I was saying to George the other night, I was like, well, if I didn't hurt my butt and it was just my shoulder, I would be fine because I could use my lower body. And he was like, okay, but you did. So <laughs> don't just sit here and, like, what is that helping you yeah. to dwell on that? And I was like, oh, you're right. Like, I don't think I realized I was doing that. And then, you know, it took me a minute and I had my little sadness. And then I was like, okay, like, he's right and there's nothing I can do about it. So I have to be okay with the, like season of life that I'm in now (laughs) and like deal with the cards that I've been dealt and work that way. Well, I also think because I, like I said, I never touched 150 for fresh press, not even for a single rep. So to do three by three, like I should have been like, oh shit, like I actually did two reps and I was just so mad because I was like, okay, I think it's because Eric wrote the program and I was like, he's going to be so disappointed if I don't hit this. And Which is so not even a little bit true. I know. <laughs> I, know. I guarantee you he wrote that and he was like, she's not going to get this, but I have to write it anyway just in case. Yeah, and my, that like screws me up because I'm such a perfectionist. I'm like, okay, well, like, it has to be this way. Um, and I should have just been proud that I actually push pressed 150 for multiple reps. Do you want to go check? I think it's notifications. I don't think. <laughs> okay, why don't you go check? Sure. Okay, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> it's not going to die at us. Um, I should have been proud. I had someone who was like, did you really get upset because of a workout? I was like, well, yeah, when you're a competitive athlete, yeah, you get way like- more upset than, oh, I'm just going to the gym for fun and yeah. I had a shitty workout because I was tired. Like, it's way different. So much Well, better. yeah, you have goals. You have a timeline. You have things that you need to do. Yeah. And it's hard. I think that's why also, like, not to kind of derail for a second but that's why I've been so emotional about being hurt is like I said to George the other day like I in my head my competitors are getting better and I'm not yeah and I'm sure that's how it feels like when you fail a rep you're yeah. like oh, well well someone else somebody else just hit that so <laughs> I get it yeah it's definitely not just like a well I went to the gym at my normal time to just go work out and I didn't have a good day oh well yeah tomorrow <laughs> like no it's definitely different yeah and I don't think anyone understands that either and it's hard to explain it to people that don't live it mm-hmm. and don't see it through because I can't just say oh, I'm gonna skip this workout because I'm a little bit tired today like oh, this is probably so bad <laughs> you're gonna kill me I had way too much caffeine Tuesday <laughs> I think I had what did I got a coffee at some point I know that 
and then I got pre-workout at 5 45 p.m and then I right before my pressure press I was like oh shit like I am tired like this pre-workout like it's just gone and I bought a vein at the gym and I drank the whole thing Jesus. at like 7 30 8 like, o'clock at night no I was yawning oh good <laughs> but like I was wired I was wired times from caffeine yeah okay <laughs> that's another <laughs> another story another conversation um but it's just like you have to push through and I can't just if I had pushed that workout to Wednesday, then Thursday, Friday, I likely would have been dead. Yeah. And, like, I was ready to go. Like, I, was, I told Eric, I was like, it's not because I'm tired that I didn't get the reps. It just, I physically could not do it. Yeah. Like, I'm not, oh, I hate saying it. Oh, I wasn't strong enough for it. <laughs> not strong enough yet. <laughs> and I knew, like, there was at one point, like, I threw my head back. And I'm like, wow, like, I wish I knew that in real time. And instead of pushing my head forward, I went in the opposite direction. And it made it hard for myself. So, like... I guess the the cool thing is to be able to like, pick out the little things that we do wrong, mm-hmm. and then that's like a new goal to work towards. So I guess it makes me feel a little better about okay, next week I'll probably still have one fifty again, and I'll probably be like two sets of three, three sets of two, something like that. I could totally see her doing that. Probably <laughs> um, if, if that's the case, don't give me ideas. You don't listen to this. Yeah, right. I know, <laughs> right? Um, imagine if he didn't listen to it and he programmed me that. Those exact reps, I would, I think I would cry. Um, <laughs> That'd be scary. <laughs> total sidetrack, but last week or two weeks ago, I wrote a workout for CrossFit Playbill for their Saturday class, and uh-huh. he didn't read it, and then he sent out the programming for Sunday, and it was the same workout almost, with like one change. Like, really? Literally same exact reps and time and everything, but I had double unders, and he had, no, I had sit-ups, he had double unders. That's crazy. Wild. Okay, sorry. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, voodoo shit. It is spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about basic. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um, right, should we go on yeah nutrition? nutrition mentally struggle in the last six months of my life <laughs> um you can start out are you sure yeah um okay i feel like i feel like nutrition is different because nutrition is like literally 24 7 nonstop, yeah. and i feel like sometimes you have to kind of like not struggle but like you kind of have to give yourself breaks and like that oh, yeah, should look more. different than like pushing through training um but I feel like for me like when I really do struggle with nutrition I have to just like keep my goals in mind and remind myself yeah why I am doing it I will never forget when I before I was working full-time at the gym I was excuse me teaching and I came home so I coached at five at the gym or 5 30 whatever at the gym went right from there to teach worked a full day at the school then went to the gym after worked out and then got home at like Maybe 8.30. So I left my house at, like, 5. Got home at 8. Not a, Whatever. I've had longer days before. But I was so sick of that. And then also tracking my macros. And I remember I came home and, like, something was wrong with the food that I prepped. Either, like, I weighed it out wrong or, I, like, something happened. I don't remember. And I literally laid on my kitchen floor right there and just cried. Like, literally like a child. Laid flat on my back. I wasn't sobbing. I was just laying there, like, contemplating life and just silently crying and I was like what's wrong with me and I was just thinking like I'm so tired like sometimes I just want to be a normal person that doesn't weigh my food all the time and like track everything I eat and work out six times a week and blah 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 but I literally had to like pull myself together and I was like you have goals there's a reason why you're not a normal person like there's a reason why you do this and you know sometimes it sucks but that's what's going to set you apart and I have to just like always keep that in mind before I get to the point where I'm crying on the floor (laughs) 
I don't know. I'm trying to think. I started tracking macro macros when you food 2016. No, 2017. I think so. Yeah, it was 2017. It was the summer before my senior year of college. Yeah, me too. And like I weighed my food religiously. I freaking brought I, every single day to work. I brought tuna. <laughs> And we had a small office. Everyone hated and me. Yeah. yeah, and like I was so neurotic, and I was like, "Well, like I got to do this." And a lot of it was because of like my crazy work schedule. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, I can only go to the gym at these times. Like I gotta make it work." And then, um, the fall in college, like I pretty much eat the same thing every day. So I was like, "I don't really need to like track anything." And I was like, "Well, if someone's making an omelet for me." Like, I'll just eat it. Like, I know what I'm eating, and I know I'll, like, portion it out. And then I was like, screw it. Like, I'm going to make my own food in this um, residence hall. And I had an electric stove. And if you know me, (laughs) you know I freaking hate electric stoves. (laughs) Yikes. Um, So I would meal prep, and, like, it was always either chicken or ground beef. And I just had some basic seasonings. Like, I really didn't, like, care. And... I, not that I stunk up the whole hall, but, like, you could smell me cooking in the whole hallway. Like, it smelled like ground beef and chicken for a good two hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I weighed and prepped everything. And my friends would get so pissed. I'd have, like, a protein shake before going to the bar and, like, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. even drink. Or, like, I'd bring peanut butter sandwiches to the bar so, like, (laughs) I wouldn't eat pizza. Everyone's like, you're crazy. And I was like, eh, whatever. Like, I have goals. And... I remember that Christmas, I cooked a whole meal at, like, Christmas Eve night. It was roasted potatoes, ham, like, green bean casserole, and not a single person said thank you. And if my family hears this, then, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Like, no one said thank you. I wasn't drinking. I'm pretty sure no one talked to me for, like, an hour because I wasn't drinking. Like, I wasn't sitting around the table drinking. So, at that point, like, I just didn't want to. I was like, that's extra calories. Like, Mm -hmm. not going to do it. Um, and then when I did start drinking again, it was literally like Tito's on the rocks mm. and people would come up to me like, try this drink. I'm like, does it have juice in it? Is it sugary? And they're like, yeah, I was like, mm, not drinking that. <laughs> and yep. like that was, I think more the judgment for me was like the struggle mm. is like trying to explain to people or just get over the fact that like, I don't need to explain myself mm-hmm. and that no one needs to understand. Um, and then now I'm at that point where I'm just like, Okay meal prepping is annoying like tracking macros is just it's second nature like I still do it like I'll go back I had a blizzard from Dairy Queen yesterday and for the record I am Taylor's nutrition coach <laughs> this is the first time she's hearing about it it's okay I have um, ice cream all the time but honestly it made me feel like hot garbage after I eat it because I don't the only ice cream like I that. really eat anymore is the Yasso bars which oh don't God. like bother my stomach I, I, my I, wanted right to, I wanted to puke yesterday after eating the ice cream, and it definitely wasn't ice cream. It was all the shit that I put in it. Um, What'd you get? Was it good? <laughs> okay, because I used to work there. I worked at Dairy Queen for like four years. Yeah. So there's graham cracker base. I don't think I think they put it in like the pie blizzards now or whatever mm-hmm. they have. So it's like gooey graham cracker base, super sugary cookie dough, M and M's, rainbow sprinkles, and they have snickerdoodle cookie dough. That sounds so, so good. So I put a few pieces in there, and it's just with vanilla ice cream, and I am. Killed it. That's awesome. <laughs> and I felt like trash after. But, like, to be fair, all I had before that was a breakfast burrito with chicken, roasted potatoes, my fruit. Like, it was good. And my popcorners. 
It's a cashews. Um, Wait, can we just talk about the way you say cashews? <laughs> What's a cashew? <laughs> It's a cashew. I can't talk right. Everyone thinks I'm from Boston, and I'm not. I don't think that's a Boston No, when I went to college, everyone was like, are you from Boston? I'm like, no. Especially when I was in D.C., they're like, Boston? And I'm like, you should just say Connecticut. Connecticut? Does everyone in Connecticut all think that? No. Cashews. 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 Sounds like a sneeze. Cashew. Jesus. Okay, wait. I want to go back to the peer pressure thing, because I feel like... That's it. I get that a lot as a nutrition coach. Like, I, a lot of my clients say that. Have you had the same thing? What? Like, that, like, they get peer pressure. Oh, and yeah. Like, especially bad. family functions. And, like, oh, I could go on and on. But it's, like, the people that are the closest to you understand the least. Like, they always mm. question it. Like, even though my friends were, like, Taylor, you're psycho for bringing a protein shake to the bar. They're, like, you're freaking cool. I would bring my own grilled chicken to the dining hall to make a salad because we had yeah. grilled chicken twice a week. And I was, like, I'm not eating fried chicken like i'm not really a big like fried chicken person like the only fried food that i say i really like is french fries mm. so the peer pressure thing i think is huge and it's, it sucks where it's like okay well yes you can choose one to enjoy yourself i'm like okay like thanksgiving especially since it's coming up like obviously if you have grandma's cornbread once a year <laughs> like the world isn't gonna end not agree. enjoy your holidays like the world isn't gonna end but if you People are like saying shit like, "Oh, why are you not eating this?" or You're "Why weird. are you not eating that?" Like, that's weird. Or if you, like, why can't you just be normal? Yeah. Like, why can't you just? Eat why are you not eat? drinking? Oh, because I don't freaking want to. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is that a problem? Like, how's this affecting you if I don't drink? Or how is this affecting you if I bread my peanut butter in my purse yeah. with me? Yeah. Like, I I tell my clients all the time that people like that are Jealous. they like yeah but like they don't do it themselves yes. and they watch you do it and then it makes them feel bad about themselves yes. for not caring. A thousand what you percent. Do. And, I mean, I I think this year, the more, I mean, COVID parties, whatever, they were all outside. So, but the parties that I went to, I was like, you know what, screw it. Like, I'll enjoy beer. Like, I don't, not that I don't care, but I'm not going to be so neurotic mm. with this when it's like, okay, I've seen my mom, like, once a month at these family parties. Yeah, like, yeah. I'll enjoy beer. I'll, like, enjoy whatever, like, food they make. Mm. And... It's my choice, but if next week I went and I decided, okay, well, I'm only going to have a chicken and a salad, then, like, respect that. Uh-huh. And it's that's, like, the hardest part is people saying, like, oh, we're not going to eat this. and Or then when you do eat it, they're like, like oh, oh, I thought you were healthy. Yes, oh, my God. I, that's, I, I think it's even that. worse. I had a roommate in college. I hope, not that she would ever listen to this, but I hope she listens to this because I <laughs> absolutely hated her. She was the worst. <laughs> And she used to, I would go, like, at that point, that was, like, when I first started tracking macros, and I was on the crew team, and I also did CrossFit there, and, like, I wasn't to this level now, but I was careful, and, like, some days, I would have gluten-free Bamza mac and cheese. Like, first of all, Bamza's not even a little bit bad for you. Like, yes, you need carbs. I wasn't eating, like, craft mac and cheese, even if I was. That's okay sometimes, but whatever. So I would eat my mac and cheese with my grilled chicken and broccoli in it, and my college roommate would walk by and go, I thought you ate healthy. And I'm like, so I'm just never one time allowed to have unhealthy food ever in my whole life because I am a healthy human. Like, yeah. what? I used to get so mad. I hate that. Or people of like donuts. I'll eat a donut whenever. Like, I'll try to fit in my macros. Um, I think my struggle lately is like actually hitting all the food that I need to. Yes. And not like, ugh. <laughs> um, but I'm like, oh, you're eating a donut. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Becky is carbs. <laughs> Karen. Okay, Karen. Yeah. I feel like um, the most important thing when it comes to any of these topics, specifically this, is having like a support system that gets yeah, you. Yeah. So I always ask my clients, I'm like, do you have someone that supports you that is going to do this with you? And it makes it a lot harder, especially I see people like significant others. If and George. don't have a significant other that does it. But even I felt that way living at home. It was like, okay, here I am. I'm going to eat my meal prep food that I cook for myself and buy for myself and then get judged because I don't want to eat a burger or then I go out and like I eat a burger and they're like oh my god I'm like first of all the burger bun has carbs in it and the burger has protein like I think I'm okay um but if I decide one day I don't want to eat a burger like that's not Mm -hmm. the end of the world or if I want to I for like a hot minute during quarantine I was obsessed with turkey burgers and I do turkey burger Dave's killer bun and then Kava hummus, spicy hummus on the turkey burger mm-hmm. and like tomato, lettuce, whatever. And it was a miracle that I was eating, eating a, a burger. And I was like, dude, stop. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. I am um, so thankful that I have friends, shout out to Kyle and Christy who do this all the time, that like they are going out to eat friends. And every single time I pick restaurants, they're like, oh, but is there somewhere or is there something that Steph can eat? Or like, Steph, yeah, like, are you have that? <laughs> it is literally every time. I don't think they realize every time they do that, like, how good it feels yeah. to have someone that does that. And part of that is, like, my gluten allergy. Like, yeah, they're that's careful about it. But, like, we'll, I'll go to the bar with them and they get, like, drinks and, like, nachos. And I literally ordered broccoli for World of Beer once at one o'clock in the morning. And they were yeah. like, You're ordering broccoli. And I was like, Yes. <laughs> and they were like, Okay, like, cool, order broccoli. And it's, it's just so nice to have people that are like, cool, like, that's what you're doing. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Like, <laughs> and then even, I think a lot of it, not that, like, it's an excuse to, like, lift heavy and eat, like, shit because I, I eat my vegetables. Like, I have been having fat salads all week, and they're amazing. Like, it's taco salad. That's why um, you're not hitting your food. <laughs> okay, I ate all my carrots. I, I ate all my carrots. No, I'll put rice and beans in my salad. Okay. okay. Um, I'm not, like, a I'm going to eat one carrot salad person. <laughs> um, or, well, I can't. I cannot have the chips in the house anymore. I cannot have Siete mm-hmm. Foods chips. Mm-hmm. I will eat a whole bag in yep. one sitting. So I was putting those on the salad. Okay. Um, but I hit my vegetables. and like, I still am lenient when I'm like, okay, well, one night if I accidentally go over on carbs and my fats are under, like I have it from that perspective too. But lifting heavy isn't like an excuse to eat like shit. I know that. But for me, like, with my long days, you know, 5.50 a.m. until ungodly hours in the morning, like, being able to eat more and, like, be okay with it, I mm-hmm. think is also a struggle, um, because there's, trust me, there's been multiple times the past two months where I'm like, holy shit, I hate my body for both ends of the spectrum. Like, I lost five pounds in ten days, mm-hmm. and I felt like a deflated balloon. Like, mm-hmm. literally a defla- deflated balloon, and now I'm like, eh. I feel fat, but I'm not fat. I just have fat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, mm-hmm. get your shit together, Taylor. And some days, like, it really is just harder than others. And, like, last night, I did not hit my protein. So I had two scoops of protein at, like, 10 o'clock last night standing in my kitchen um, just to get it in. And there's been countless times that I've done that. Mm-hmm. I will stand and eat my food because if I sit down, I'll fall asleep. Um, Tuna packets. Don't yeah. eat protein shakes. I do yeah. the same thing. See, I can't, I can't do the deli meat. It's too salty. Oh, I love deli meat. And the tuna packets are real salty. They are really salty. I can't do it. I don't like salt. Um, I mean, I don't think, but I think there's, like, some people, I feel like if I was back, like, neurotic, I would drink egg whites. Ugh. If I had to, but I don't. Ugh. Almond milk 
is like 30 calories for a cup with my protein powder so I think I'm good um <laughs> but even this is the other thing like for struggling mentally I used to freak out if I did not have my breakfast in the morning I've been having these same breakfasts for two years yeah, I, I remember one morning I walked into the kitchen and I had forgotten to get eggs I almost screamed at 4 30 a.m and I was like shit I will wake everyone up I was like I cannot do that so I like took a deep breath and like I did not have my breakfast that morning that morning and like it, I used to always let it ruin my day yeah and now I think a lot of it is I can have the ability to come home in the middle of the day but like I had my breakfast meal at 2 p.m today nice. but like I still had it so like it made me okay feel okay but I used to be so upset like if I did not eat the same thing for breakfast mm. every single day and now I'm like okay with it um but for me it was always like if my day doesn't start off good yeah like not that it would turn to shit but like it would just throw yeah, you're like, oh, me off yeah it's yeah not, it's like setting yourself up for success in the morning yeah but now I don't struggle as much with having my breakfast at a different time than I would like progress <laughs> um yeah I mean maybe we regressed in a couple other areas to get to that point but whatever <laughs> it's a give and take um, yeah so I think that's the biggest thing for the struggle mentally with nutrition mm -hmm. it really is I think that other side is consistency like mm. I'm consistent with my protein all the time I could inhale a roasted chicken by myself yeah and, like stop and top like I, I've never had once had a problem with hitting protein Same. I used to eat like 230 grams of protein unknowingly oh my god I need you to talk to my clients then. <laughs> I the know amount of people that well, come up to me and they're like I can't eat 100 grams in a day it's impossible I'm like um I I I could eat a whole package of chicken breast chicken tenders by myself when I was a kid um and like ordering once I went on a date <laughs> Actually, this happened a couple of times. I would get the biggest steak I could. Not to be like a, like, okay, this is an expensive meal. Like, mm -hmm. an expensive meal out of it. But every single time, guys would be like, holy shit, you ate that. I'm like, yeah. yeah I'm like, I got like a 14-ounce steak. Easy. Boom. I love it. <laughs> um, but the, the whole consistency thing, too. And I was telling stuff like, there's, some people are like, oh, I'll wait till, like, Monday. I'll wait till this. But honestly you're never gonna have the right time you mm -hmm. just have to kind of suck it up and do it i'm truthfully waiting to like get back from my colorado vacation because <laughs> i'm still gonna be consistent but like i'm not gonna be neurotic until after and i'll probably be neurotic around the holidays and get a bunch of bullshit again which whatever whatever um catch me with my hank's peanut butter and my purse again uh, <laughs> um we don't Follow me on Instagram. I have seven open containers. Yeah, that is of wild. <laughs> that is truly wild. I need some options. It's like having seven different pairs of shoes. Is it? Like different taste. Is it? Week. Yeah, but shoes don't, like, expire. This peanut butter will be fine. I have probably three tablespoons of peanut butter now. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't have enough fat for that. Like, that's why I think it's wild to me that, like, you have so much Oh, my God. So I, sometimes I don't hit my fat. Like, I hate fat. What do you want again for fat? Seven. Yeah, no, I no. hit my fat yesterday because like ice cream. I only have fifty five, so honestly, I, if I cut like I think seventy five is like the sweet spot for me. Like I feel good. Like I have to struggle. Yeah. I honestly, I think I would prefer to eat just egg whites in the morning. But if I don't have my two eggs, then I'm like really low on fat. Yeah. Well, yeah, you have a lot. So, but I don't even really like fats. Or like I mean, I could easily eat it if I have like ground beef and stuff. But I'm like a chicken girl at mm. heart, or a steak medium rare. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> but it has to have zero fat. Like, I don't even want the fat to be on it when it's cooked. Like, disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Um, but see, like, you can make, I think everyone's like, oh my god, you can eat steak the way you eat. And I'm like, it's protein. Yeah, what? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say something really rude, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my favorite. Okay, my favorite line. I can't say it. Okay. Tell me after. <laughs> All right, someone's going to know what the favorite line is. I'm going to wish that I said it. Okay, <laughs> we're moving on. I'm going to force this. Okay, segue into mentally struggling with life. Yeah. Um, I think this goes back. I just said how, like, if you say you're going to, oh, I'm going to wait till Monday. I'll wait till the first of the month. I'll wait till January 1st to make a change, like, it's not gonna be any easier or better, like, shit's always gonna be hard, and I think once you accept that, Mm -hmm. it makes everything else a lot easier, um, my biggest thing is to never have two bad days in a row, like, Mm. I want to say intentionally, because I don't think anyone ever intends to have two bad days, but you can make yourself have that bad day, like, if, okay, say it's a Saturday, and you're just not feeling it, and you lay on the couch and do absolutely nothing, like, don't make Sunday the same way, because you're just gonna fall into that slump, and... Um, be just as unproductive, like, want to eat, like, shit and, like, work out and stuff. So, like, on my rest days, because I'm, like, psychotic and I'm, like, oh, I, I miss the gym, I usually try to, like, plan stuff that keeps me active, like, throughout the day. So, mm-hmm. I'm, like, not, like, oh, well, I can't work out. I don't want to do anything type shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's not to say that you don't need those, like, mental health days. Honestly, like, in high school, I used to always use the excuse to stay home. I was, like, mental health day I need it and like I don't think I realized how like important they actually were Mm -hmm. then um but to push past it is I think that's obviously almost harder if you don't actively try to do anything like if you literally just sit there and like again wallowing yourself pretty like you didn't stop moving around with your injuries like you very well could have and fallen into a slump yeah and like that ties into like the whole lifestyle like I mean, on a gloomy day, too, even. Oh, yeah. Like, those, like, little, th- like, less severe things, I guess. I always jump to the really aggressive, severe <laughs> things. But pushing past the things that you don't want to do or, like, the things that feel like a chore, like the monotonous things. Mm-hmm. Like, as annoyed I am, as I am with meal prep, I still do it every week. Yeah. That's and, like, like the... even though that I don't want to do it, and now I'm, like, okay, well, how can I make this easier? Like, it doesn't have to be a complete switch. Like, make it easier for yourself. I don't pre-portion my meals anymore. I literally have a big container of chicken, and I just take it out when I need it now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I shifted. And I think that's the cool thing is to shift and pivot how you do things so that you don't get stuck in struggle in that rut. I agree. I feel like that's, like, the dedication thing. Like Yeah, over-motivation. Yeah. For sure. Um. I feel like, for me, I have to focus on, like, giving myself the grace to do that. Like, I feel like, are we good? Yeah. (laughs) I feel like both of us especially are, like, such go, go, go active Mm -hmm. people that I have a hard time when I need to slow down, slowing down. And that's when, like, my mental health takes a hit is then, like, I feel guilty for taking the time to be unproductive and, like, being okay with, like, I feel like I'm trying to learn that not every second has to be productive. Like, yeah, I still have to learn. Actually, I'm doing better at it, but I still have to learn that. That's something, like, I am fully very open about the fact that I have therapy every week, and that's something my therapist and I have had to work on, is, like, being okay with relaxing and, like, taking time to rest and time to, like, chill, and that's okay. And 
back in quarantine, like, having days where I wasn't doing anything was horrific. And I mm-hmm. that's when I would find myself, like, wanting to sit on the couch for days in a row. Because I would, like, I'd be like, oh, my God, there are so many things I should be doing. Like, I could be doing the dishes. I could be, you know, taking extra certifications for nutrition. I could be doing this, this, and this. But I'm stressed and I don't want to. And then I would just sit on the couch for, like, three days. And then I'd be like, well, now I feel even worse because... Like, I mean, I would still do my workouts, but, like, I still feel the worst. Yeah. And I had to, like, in order to break the cycle of not doing anything, I had to tell myself it was okay to not do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people can relate to. I think as a society, we tend to put such an emphasis on, like, always being productive and always being busy and, like, always one-upping somebody else, like, oh, well, I got less sleep than you. And, like, oh, oh my God. I worked harder person. than you. Like, I, my gym session was longer yeah. than your gym session. And... I feel like that perpetuates this idea that, like, if you're struggling and you need time to, like, be okay with that, then that's not okay. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of people, I had this conversation with a couple people specifically multiple times, where everyone always focuses on their physical health and their, like, in the gym and then nutrition, and they literally put their mental health to the curb, and that's where they struggle the most, and Mm -hmm. they don't acknowledge it. And just, like, set, push it aside, and they're really not as happy as they portray to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, don't acknowledge that they are struggling mentally because they want this whole, like, tough guy act. And, like, granted, like, I'm definitely still that person. Like, I don't like to talk about my feelings. I don't like to say what is going on in my head. And, like, I was very open during quarantine with that because I'm like, holy shit, like, these days are just running into each other. Like, I need to get this out. And my biggest thing before quarantine is... I worked, like, 60, 70 hours a week, trained 10 hours a week, in school 10 hours a week, just so I didn't have to, like, take a break and, like, didn't have to sit with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, the scariest thing because then I was forced to do it. And I, like, expressed to some people how I felt and, like, they just didn't take it seriously because they were like, oh, like, you're strong. Like, you'll get past it. Like, fuck right off. Because <laughs> <laughs> I hate being, like, the strong friend. Yeah. Because yeah. the strong friend is usually the one that's the most fucked up. Um <laughs> True. So, um, at myself, but the other flip side too is like when people are like, "Oh, you're doing too much. You need to take a break." Like you telling me that isn't helping. It's not going to help. Like I'm very well aware I need to take a break, yes. but I physically like you can't. I can't, and I need to do it when I can almost like plan it in. Yeah. Like everyone's like, "Oh, take a vacation." And I'm like, "I can't." Are you gonna pay my bills or like literally? Yeah. Or they're like, "Oh, like come visit." I'm like, "I need two weeks notice." make plans with you if it's like a legit plan because I like to book up my time I still do this yeah well yeah sorry continue no I, I lost my train of yeah you're fine you're fine I was <laughs> gonna right. say not even just like our jobs and stuff but like imagine texting Eric being like peace I'm going to Colorado for a week yeah like, like luckily I, I planned my Colorado trip for a deload week so it's something that it's not as big of a deal yeah um, but yeah, we definitely can't just like spontaneously. Yeah, or like even oh my gosh, this was bad. When my best friend's wedding, the two weekends I went away to Maine, yeah. I was like, I can't work out on Sunday, either day. And he's like, Okay, <laughs> sure. And I was like, Oh, huh, this is crazy. <laughs> I, I don't like this. And I was like in a car for like twenty hours and a week and within two weeks. Yeah. Um. But. Being able to, like, sit and be okay with that and, like, enjoy my time. Like, I obviously enjoyed the bachelorette weekend and the wedding. So, like, 
a missed training day is literally We're nothing. Yeah. Um, to see your best friend get married. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Except I know for I know for a fact my dumbass if I ever get married is gonna be probably you know snatching at my w- um, wedding day. <laughs> I already told my bachelorettes that I want to find a crossfit gym to drop into, or not my bachelorettes, my bridal shower, my bridal party. There we go. <laughs> that my bachelorette weekend we have to drop into a crossfit oh, gym. Oh yeah, I like I would rather do. A bachelorette weekend that's just like all like working out and like fun stuff. <laughs> One of my clients planned her fiance's bachelor party, and I was like, "Oh yeah, like they're gonna go shooting, quadding, breweries." And I was awesome. like, "Can you plan my bachelorette weekend?" Like for the same thing. Yeah, I was like the same exact thing. Like I don't give a shit about like getting my nails done. Like I'll go do that by myself um, I, um, <laughs> beforehand. I told my bridesmaids I want to go to Disney for Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween, <laughs> and then I was like, "There's a pretty famous CrossFit gym in Orlando." Like yeah. <laughs> My maid of honor was like, do you expect us to come with you? Like, should I be training now? And yeah. I was like, well, if you want to, you can, but I'm going regardless. So, I don't yeah. know, whatever you want. Yeah. No, I could definitely see that happening. And, like, granted, someone's going to be like, oh, my God, take a break. Okay, I'll take a break when I want to take a break. Yeah. And actually getting to the point with being okay to take a break is huge. So, now if someone says that to me, I'm like, you don't even understand, like, how, what it took to get here to actually be okay yes. with resting. And yes. that's huge, and I think that just goes back to, like, keep your comments to yourself hmm. about things, but... I feel like we could have a whole podcast just about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, do that you have that. anything that you do, like, when you're having a bad day? Like, I feel like the person that was asking, like, maybe they want to know, yeah. like, what our little, like, our little, like, self-care things are. You know um, what I mean? Like, I... This is bad. Like, I, not that... I Because I hate the people that say, like working out and going to the gym is my self-care because at some point that becomes like an addiction and it's like oh okay, yeah well, what happens when you do get injured <laughs> hi <laughs> <laughs> um but there's like some people i'm like that's not okay like that is a disorder that is like a body dysmorphia yes. thing and people don't realize that um I so like for me like working out like obviously if i have a bad day like it, it makes me feel better like my laundry broke on tuesday and when i was at the gym like i completely forgot about it which is cool um so for me like being able and go being able to go and do a workout like i enjoy helps a lot um and now like being an athlete it's less easy to choose when that happens but like yeah, if you're into yoga and you're having a bad day like go to a yoga class like mm-hmm. i did that when i got dumped in college i went and took a kickboxing class and i'm I felt great for those 50 minutes. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is awesome. So, for me, like, it was a good outlet. Now, honestly, I feel like this is very basic, but if I just, like, get in the car and drive and listen to Jason Aldean um, and just, like, drive aimlessly, I'm usually good. If, if This is kind of, like, the whole gym thing and the training and, like, removing myself from the situation. Like, if I'm at home and I'm having a bad day, mm. like, I need to get out of the house. Like, I can't just sit in the house. Like, getting up and moving and going somewhere mm-hmm. is like the easiest thing for me um or even like a lot of times it used to be I would like call my mom um not that I don't like talking to her now but I just sometimes I don't want to talk about like what's going on so <laughs> it used to always be like okay I'm having a bad day yeah, bad week like call my mom and like good um so she was kind of like my live journal <laughs> yeah where i just like lay everything on her and i think that's good to like i guess have someone that you can do that with and mm-hmm. they know that they're that person a lot of times i don't think my mom knew and she was just like oh shit <laughs> like what, <laughs> she have, what does she have to say today um and i think that kind of forced me to like bottle things up so um 
sometimes I'll like write like a note in my phone and like get shit out if I'm like struggling but for me it's really just the getting up and moving and mm-hmm. removing myself from whatever situation makes me feel like uneasier like I don't have like the mental capacity to like sit here and like think about something it's always like okay put on GSL and you'll feel okay um that's where we're at now like a year ago it was probably something different but um that's usually how I guess I go about it mm. it's not like I feel like it's like a non-generic way yeah <laughs> like someone's like oh like go write in journal yeah um which helps but for me that I'm like no I'm not, a journal I'm not really a journal person mm-hmm. I'm a Disney movie person that's what so I do Disney Disney movie well it depends I that was like my go-to for a uh-huh. long time so in high school and like early college I love strawberry milk like I don't okay. know why, but so I literally anytime I had a bad day, like I would watch Tangled and drink strawberry. Oh my god, <laughs> literally, I love that. Literally like a ch- like a child, like I was six years old. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm sure my therapist would have a field day with me saying that. that yeah, like, <laughs> I drank strawberry milk and watched Tangled. I'm sure she'd be like, "What happened to you as a child that makes you like this?" Anyway, um, now honestly, I just need like my people. I'm such a people person. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'll either like obviously I live with George, but I'll make sure yeah. that like I can hang out with him or. My best friend doesn't live super close anymore. She's in East Haddam, but we'll, like, either call or, like, text her, and I got to her about it. Or, yeah. like, if it happens on a weekend and I know my friends are around, like, we'll have Kyle and Christy come over. And, like, I need, like, my friends and my family close to me. Um, I'll call my mom. I'll call my dad. Yeah. Like, anything like that makes me feel better. It doesn't really matter where I am or what I'm doing. But yeah. I don't know. I think, like, I got so used to doing shit by myself. Like, I lived in D.C. on my own, and, like, I couldn't have, like, those physical people around me. Like, I could call people and stuff, but, I mean, so, like, I obviously understand, like, someone might be busy. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just, like, oh, call yeah, them on yeah. a whim. And now that, like, my friends live in ter- different time zones and, like, we all the different jobs, like, I sometimes feel like it's a chore to, like, tell people my problems. So mm-hmm. I just, like, bottle them up and then it makes me look like the strong friend because I don't talk about my feelings. <laughs> um, and then, like, I'll have that mental breakdown at one point, like, whoever the lucky person is <laughs> gets to hear me like cry about it um but yeah I think it's for me removing myself like still sitting with it kind of sucks but I almost like talk myself out of it I guess uh-huh. I mean there's definitely people that I call where I'm like dude just let me like vent yeah um and I've also learned to ask people I'm like do you have the capacity to, like, let me lay oh, this yeah. shit on you? Oh, yeah. Um, because that's huge. Because there's, honestly, sometimes, like, people... I'm not kidding. There's some people that will, like, text me, Snapchat me, whatever, and, like, just say all this shit. And, like, I don't even have the mental capacity to answer. Like, oh, my and God. Then yes. I ignore them. And they're and like, oh, what bad. a bitch. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? At this point, I don't even care. Like, you don't need to answer someone. Um, it, I do try to tell them, like, I really don't. I can't answer you right now. Like, mm-hmm. I try to do that. And, like, I also... It's a double-edged sword because I'm like, okay, well, if I expect someone to do that to me, like, I want to do it to them, but I guess I have to, like, wholeheartedly understand, like, even sometimes saying that, like, I don't have the mental capacity to, like, talk to you right now is, like, a lot for someone to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I think that's been, like, a really good, like, learning process, and mm-hmm. it's been more so during, like, this whole quarantine that I've recognized it. Um, but... I guess. I feel like that's definitely something we have to, like, normalize. Yeah. Like, like I always, yeah, you're right. I always ask my best friend. I don't friend, have, I don't know how to like, cut it. Or it's like, I'll, like, I'll shoot them a text and I'll be like, can I please call you? Like, one of my best friends, she hates talking on the phone. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I can't express this, like, through a message, like, can I please call you, like, can you just talk to me on the phone, and, like, yeah, it's one thing, um, but there's, like, a few people that I know, like, if I call them, and, like, they answer, like, they're gonna answer almost no matter what, unless they truly are busy, um, and I wouldn't ever get mad at someone for not answering, mm-hmm. but, like, I feel like that's happened to me, they're like, oh, you answer my phone, I'm like, yo, Sorry. I got the mental capacity, like, should yeah. we text first, but I have my phone on, do not disturb for a reason, Same. like, ask me before you call, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, but I think having that, like, safe person or a safe couple of people that you can talk to because, like I said, like, I have so many friends that are weird schedules, different time zones. So I kind of have, like, a little, like, basket to pick from. There you go. <laughs> like, I got the apple and orange and banana. <laughs> what? Who's the apple? Who's the orange and who's the banana? I don't know. <laughs> Is this, like, the Wiggles now? Like, I was first telling what's happening. <laughs> just came to my mind okay this is bad okay this morning i compared someone to a serrated knife and <laughs> literally what <laughs> it, it, it like made sense in the moment in my head and now i think sounds really stupid um i don't they were like really shredded and so i was like holy shit i feel like a serrated knife and <laughs> like you could freaking cut a piece of bread with that I... and they probably aren't even eating bread right now because carbs <laughs> I wish the people listening to this could see the faces that I'm making at you right now. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so I was going to say we should probably end it here, but we had another question we have to answer. Yeah. From one Greg Snow. <laughs> and I quote, how can I become more basic? I've started including more pumpkin spice, dot, dot, dot. Please help. PLZ, help. Well, Greg, you've come to the right place. Oh, you got the real basic um, bitches over here. Yeah, well, candy corn. Candy corn. <laughs> he, he said he doesn't like candy corn, so. Oh. Um, um, I used to love candy corn. Maybe don't call people serrated knives. I don't know that that's, like, a basic <laughs> thing. It's kind of so a basic thing. Um, Lululemon pants Not, not Noble. <laughs> noble. Okay, but I've heard Noble's, noble like, CrossFit basic bitch. Yeah, exactly. Lululemon is, like, white girl basic bitch. Um, aligns. Um. What else? Um. Candles. Candles, yes. Target candles, Bath and Body Works. Bath and Body Works. It was buy one, get one free last week. Amazing. So I bought four. Um, Uggs. I have Fugs. Fake Uggs. That aren't mine. I sold my sister's. Um, Now I have to buy her a new pair. I'm like, whatever. Um, Oh, in the fall, you have to wear, like, the jeans with the boots and the vest. Yes, the riding boots. Yeah. Except I'll wear leggings because jeans are for the devil. (laughs) Um, Flannels. I'm, someone yeah. called me the flannel queen, and honestly, the biggest compliment. Oh, um, um, vodka cranberry. Okay, <laughs> I was a big slut for vodka crayons in college, and now, oh, the thought of cranberry juice. Yeah. It makes me vomit. Christmas Eve one year, we had cran vodkas with champagne. Never again. Never again. Except an apple cider mimosa with Tito's in it mm. would be really good, so that's kind of basic. That is That's pretty basic, basic. Yeah. yeah. Tito's in general is pretty basic. It's gluten-free, though. It is. <laughs> So is White Claw. White Claw is also basic. But Tito's in a White Claw. Tito's in a White Claw. It's good. Don't knock it until you try it. Or tequila. I guess whichever you prefer. They're both good. Um, What else? How else can you be more basic? Um, You just start saying like all the time. Like and um, and we've probably said that a thousand times. Hmm. That's something I'm working on. That's going to be my 2021 New Year's resolution. I had to do it when I was in school in D.C. Every time you said like or um when answering something in class or just talking – my professor would stop and just look at you, and I kinda he wish would I count it out. And that. it was I got really good at not saying it, and then I surrounded myself with people that said it, so yeah. I picked up on it again. And it, it's really hard. Yeah. No, I want to be the person that 
just kind of takes a break and thinks and about what they have to say when they talk. Yeah. This is really bad, but Ben Bergeron does that. And, like, listening to, like, listening to his podcast and realizing what it is like to listen to someone that talks like that is, I'm like, oh, I really wish that I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just I'm so 110 out of 100 yes. of energy all the time that I can't get my words out fast enough, so I have to say, like... I wonder if it's all the caffeine you drink. Um, <laughs> anyway, this was my second coffee today. I had... That's not bad. Okay, I had a large hot coffee with a shot of espresso, and this was just a large cold brew, and I'm gonna get pre-workout before the gym tonight. Okay. Not bad. It's not terrible. It could be worse. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I think it, this could be a basic thing. Maybe it's just me. Black camo. Yeah, it's definitely just the same thing. I mean, I like it too, but I don't know if that's like, that's going into like, I feel like there's two different, I just said like six billion times. There's two different kinds of basic bitch. There's like athlete basic bitch and then there's normal person because I feel like black camo is like athlete basic bitch. Yeah. yeah. Black camo, noble, all that stuff. And then like normal yeah. human being basic bitch. Yeah. Maybe we should, we should do like a graphic of the, comparing the two. Like a Venn diagram. Yes. Okay. I love that idea. I don't think... I think that's all I, I think, you, wait, there's this post on Facebook that I've seen, and it says something about being high maintenance, or if you get this many points, you're high maintenance, and one of them is you get massages regularly, and no. I'm sitting here like, the, okay, this is me being nice to my body, and it said, oh, getting high, highlights, and I'm like, first of all, my relationship with my hairdresser is the longest one I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life, uh, getting fake nails, I'm like, well... They look good. At least I have nice looking nails as opposed to half chipped nails that I could have if I didn't get them done. We should, we should take like all those quizzes or something as one podcast one day. Like, are you yeah. high maintenance? We should like compare our results. Oh to my all god, these that'd, be, that'd be so That's funny. What we do I, I wish I had. Okay, I'm going to find this post quick because. That's, who posted? Someone posted. I think she posted it. This is scary that I can remember who posts stuff on I Facebook. do the same thing. But I saw it and. I got a little offended. I was like, why am I offended? Like, I don't care. This is who I am. out. This is who I am. Definitely not going to be offended. And then after this, we should probably let these poor people go. This is a yeah, long podcast. This is a long podcast. Lots of it's funny. But this is fun. I like this one. Yeah. The how do you become more basic? Hmm. Greg, keep it up. Next yeah, question. We next like week. the questions. Okay. I'm going to have to find this because I really don't know who posted it. All right. Crap. We'll save that for next mm, week. We're going to. Yeah. Our job this week, our homework, is to find quizzes that we want to see the other person take and compare results. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm going to make you take the how much grandma are you? Because I'm Yo! like 410 Okay. Grandma. I got called. This is a question. I'm going to put a poll on Instagram after. Does maple walnut ice cream make you a yes. grandma? What? what? I got called a boomer for that shit last week. Yes. How does maple walnut ice cream That's almost worse than butter pecan. That was the best. What if you mix them? Okay, the day after, or the day of my competition, went to Bar Taco, then went to Arethusa Farm, Gary in West Hartford, and then got one scoop of butter pecan and one scoop of maple walnut and a waffle cone. So that's and like, then I went to Bar Taco last Friday, and then we went to Arethusa again. I think that's like my jam. Yeah, Those two like places, and I got maple walnut. No. That just makes you... It's almost like they combine to make you like 160 years old. <laughs> like one scoop <laughs> makes you 80, no! and then the other one makes you 80, so you combine them together and you're just 160. Your teeth are falling out. <laughs> you're like <laughs> hunched over your, your cane with your, um, your tennis balls on the side. Everyone is coming at me this week. Everyone. Where are the sheets on your bed? 
maple walnut ice cream, your grandma. <laughs> Um, okay, we're psycho. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah, <laughs> let us know if you have any good quizzes for us. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>